This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we're talking to the Assistant Director of Development of the Family Place, Heather Street, as well as the owner of Mimi's Pizzeria. The two of them have partnered up to talk about the issue of family violence. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Of course, and it's so good to have you on during these times, because obviously they're more stressful for everybody. Uh, And tell us a little bit about the Family Place and what you do. So the Family Place is the largest domestic violence service provider in the state. And so specifically in Dallas County of the 300 beds that are available to domestic violence victims, we have 177 of those beds. And in addition to that, we have three shelters. Um, Our original shelter, Sally's House, our newest shelter, Ann Moody Place, and then our men's shelter, which allows men with their children to stay if they're fleeing a family violence situation. And that is actually the first in the nation that houses men and children. Can I ask you a question about that? Because that's very interesting to me. Yes. Of course, we always, you know, you all, we often make the assumption that it is women who are the victims. Yeah. You're saying there, there are an increasing number of men who are actually victims of physical violence in the home? Yes. So we, had, we opened that shelter uh, two years ago, and uh, we opened it because we were seeing an increase of paying for hotel stays for men who were fleeing situations. Uh, because our shelters were set up to just house women and children, and we didn't want to introduce men into those already existing facilities. And so in order to save costs, we created the men's shelter um, that's specifically for men and children to help house them when they're fleeing abusive situations, which is anything from physical to emotional abuse. Um, But we have seen that facility stay fairly full um, since its opening. Mm So family violence isn't a one-size-fits-all. It can, it can uh, happen in any socioeconomic background and Correct. all races. There's, and like you said, men too. There's just really no um, one-size-fits-all to this, is there? No. We see people from varying zip codes, from varying ethnicities, um, different levels of education. So it really can affect anyone, and you just don't know who you're interacting with day-to-day that might be dealing with this specific issue. Well, and how do you feel that coronavirus, COVID-19, has amplified the situation in Dallas? So I definitely think um, right when everyone went into sheltering at home, we definitely saw an increase of phone calls because people were thinking, I'm going to be stuck at home with my abuser. I need to find a safe place to leave. We have seen those calls sort of slow down, and we believe that's because it's hard to make a phone call if your abuser is sitting next to you at home. Um, So a lot of what we've been pushing out on social media and different resources is just about how to stay safe in your home if you are stuck at home with an abuser. And some of those things include like don't having arguments in the kitchen because there's knives around. So if it escalates quickly, you don't want to give them an opportunity to be next to a possible weapon. Um, So things like that. We're just trying to educate people if unfortunately they're stuck in a situation that they can't get out of right now. Is there a way that they could contact you, maybe uh, 
text somebody with a kind of an encrypted message that would indicate to the receiver, hey, I'm in trouble, but if the abuser were to read it, they would just think it was your basic text. We don't have something like that set up currently. Um, right now, we just have the 24-hour hotline where people could call at any time of day to get resources, whether that's us helping them create a safety plan or us setting them up with counseling services, whether that's via phone or in person. We have opened up in-person counseling again. That had shut down pretty much um, through March and April, um, May, it slowly opened back up, but we were doing a lot of digital face-to-face -face counseling. Um, and we had a, we used a service that was like HIPAA approved, allowing all of um, people, clients, you know, personal information to remain safe. Well, I, I would imagine that telehealth has actually been good for your services because a lot of people can't get physically to you when they're in a situation like that. Is that true? Um, I would say yes and no. I think it's worked great for some clients where maybe they're already out of an abusive situation and they can do counseling at home via the internet, but then clients that are at home still with their abuser, that it's harder because, you, you know, some people come to us and start counseling without um, telling their abuser or before they've left. And so we're, we're able to do counseling at our facilities. Um, and for example, one of the things we do is we have a uh, like food pantry at all of our counseling facilities so that people can pick up groceries. So maybe they tell someone I'm going to run to the grocery store and then they show back up with groceries, even though they didn't really go to the grocery store, they came to do counseling with us. That's incredible. Yeah. So, so now you've partnered with Mimi's pizza and other businesses around the city. Tell us yes. about it. So many businesses around the city have been so supportive of us, especially during this time, reaching out, seeing if there's ways that we can support each other. And so specifically Mimi's Pizza reached out to us about the community pie and asked if we would want to partner with them on that project. So anyone who purchases a community pie, 10% of those proceeds go back to the family place, which is a huge help at this time because not only are we, uh, are we, not only are we seeing an increase of clients, but we're having to increase um, cleaning supplies and health supplies that we're, you know, uh, having to purchase because of, because of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Well, Heather, I know that you guys partner up and offer a lot of different ways that people can help out. You have different events. You have the partners card in fall, yeah. the fall. And the fall's a little bit uncertain right now, and I was just sure. curious um, if you could tell us some other ways that we could help out. Definitely. So you can definitely support by just going on and making a straight, you know, donation on our website. All of that money goes directly to helping support clients. Um, additionally, we have an Amazon wish list. So if you're on Amazon shopping anyways, we'd love for you to check out our wish list and allow maybe throw in a few extra items to help support what we're doing at the family place. Um, and then additionally, if you are a part of a church or organization or business, you could set up some type of drive. So that could be anything from sheets to pillows to um, canned goods. So, you know, we're happy to connect with you on what works best for your organization and what our needs are at that time. Um, and then additionally, in regards to the fall, we are planning to do Partners Card as usual. I know a lot of people in Dallas love Partners Card. It's your favorite time of year. So we hope you will buy a Partners Card and not only support us, but support small businesses and retailers that are trying to get back on their feet after, 
you know, all of this has happened in the community with COVID-19. Um, and then in terms of other fall events, we're just really still evaluating. I, I feel like a lot of people are just sort of playing it day by day in terms of what makes sense um, for our organization as well as the safety of, you know, people attending, et cetera. Yes. Heather, can you tell us where people can find you guys and help out and donate? Yes. So you can check out us on our website, familyplace.org. And on there, there's a lot of information about donating either as a straight donation or our Amazon wish list, as well as um, ways to contact us if you wanted to do some type of drive or something like that. Great. Heather, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been really informative and anything we can do to help, we're happy to do so. And we're so pleased that Mimi's is reaching out and helping so much. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. So Nellie, you and I tend to cover a little bit lighter topics. We even joked recently that we like to cover the fluffy topics of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But this topic of family violence just kept coming up, and I just felt like we couldn't ignore it anymore. No, I agree with you. And uh, it also is a topic that affects every socioeconomic arena in, you know, in our neighborhood and different neighborhoods. And I think people are really surprised by that. So I think it's great that um, we earlier interviewed Mimi Amidi of Mimi's Pizza on Northwest Highway. And he has partnered with the Family Place to provide some donations, 10% of his community pies that you purchase for your family, heart-shaped pies, go to the Family Place. So Mimi, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, and I have to tell you, during this whole COVID time, we have lived at your place. We've lived there, we've picked up pizza, that's what we've done the entire time. It, just, it was like a, a very heartwarming, uh, comfort food kind of thing for us to do. Thank you, thank you for coming and supporting us. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, tell, us, tell everybody about Mimi's Pizza and how you started it. I mean, I know you're a fellow New Yorker, so tell me your story. Well, I moved down here back in 91 my, with my dad. He opened a restaurant called Joe's Pizza and he has it in Arlington. And then about eight years ago, I wanted to branch off for my dad, and I started Mimi's Pizzeria in Park Cities. Opened, been there for about eight years now, and moved down from Brooklyn. Yes. And really just start making pizzas and get in, get in with the community. Yeah, I can just say we can hear it. We can hear it. We know you're from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell from an accent. Yes. <laughs> it's funny when I, first, when I first moved down here. Everybody said about my accent. I said New York was the first originally thirteen colonies. Used in the South have an accent, not us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I like that you said use. Use in the yeah. South has the accent, not us. <laughs> so Mimi, like Mimi, can I ask you kind of a dumb question? I want to know, what's the difference between New York-style pizza and Chicago, and why is New York considered to be the, prim, the cream of the crop of the pizza world? Well, Chicago pizza is a thicker pizza. New York-style is a thinner pizza, and it's because of the water. In New York, we get, the, we get the water from the Appalachian Mountains. Yep, the best water the in the world. The mountains. Mm -hmm. So the water, the way the, the way the road, the excuse me, the way the dough rises, the clarity of the water and stuff is totally different. Even like here in Texas, my dad's restaurant Arlington, and my restaurant in Dallas, the dough's different than the Arlington because it's different water. That is, so, that is crazy. I would never have guessed that. Yeah. But here's a question, though. Have you not figured out a way to import water from New York so that you can have that? A couple of people have done that, but I think it also has to do with the climate. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, because it's underground. It's cold. It's Alert. delicious. You know. 
So, cause people try to do that, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. So I have to tell you, I grew up on the Upper East Side in Manhattan and uh, Mimi's Pizza, you know, a different Mimi's Pizza was my hangout. Like I'll, we would go get a slice for lunch. That's all I did. I did it from like kindergarten through high school and they had to shut down. So that's another reason I was drawn to your restaurant because it's called Mimi's Pizza. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I used to go to the restaurant. Whenever I go to New York, my favorite pizzeria is Joe's Pizza on Bleecker Street. Yeah, that's a great pizza Carmine. place. Yeah, but you, your pizza is very much New York style. It really tastes like real pizza. It puts some of the other ch like chain pizzas that I won't mention to shame. Correct. You're correct. <laughs> like the only thing here in Texas I can't find is good Chinese food. I can find everything else because I got the pizza, my pizza, but I can't find good Chinese food. Yeah. So Mimi, you are an incredible community partner in this neighborhood. I constantly see you on all the school newsletters saying, this Thursday is Mimi's night. We're giving back percentage of our sales tonight to the school. And I just wanted to tell you, we really appreciate everything that you've done for this community. And I understand that you're partnering up with someone else to do something pretty exciting right now. Partnering up with a family place for, for domestic people. And uh, one of my friends approached me about this. And I know a lot of police officers, so during this corona thing, they were telling me that they have a lot of domestic violence going up. So what I'm doing is you could order a large pizza, a heart-shaped pizza at my restaurant with pepperoni, and we donate 10% of the sales back to the family place. Well, and it's nice that it's uh, called a community pie. I like that. Yes. <laughs> and we've been, we've been doing it for about, I think, about a month now. Mm-hmm. And so I think it ends at the end of end of June, and I think it ends at the end of June. And then anybody that orders a heart excuse me, a heart shaped pizza, will give back ten percent back to the community, the family place community. If you think about it, in a really stressful situation that's strained in a family, it can really bring about uh, just so much, so much um, tension and violence. And I really feel for people who are going through that. So it's great that you're reaching out to them. Correct, because a lot of people forget it. Everybody forgets about domestic violence, stuff like that. It's like everybody's tied into the corona things and forgets to give. What are those people going through? They're stuck in their house and they can't leave. So somebody approached by this. And I was like, you know what? Thank God I'm open. I'm, be able, I'm able to make money. Why not give back to them also when they need help? just love that you're doing this, Mimi, because so many charities, and we talked about this with the Family Place earlier, they are hurting for donations right now and for people to volunteer and whatnot because, because of quarantine and business shutdowns and all of that. And so I think that any opportunity that an outside business such as yourself can partner up and give back, they just, they need that so much right now. And it's, it's really a great partnership with you too. Yeah, correct. And in order to, in a, how do you get it is you just call the restaurant and you order a community heart shaped pizza. It's fifteen ninety five with pepperoni. And whatever, whatever anybody orders, I put the ticket to the side. So I tally everything up and give them back 10%. Over the years, my family and I have had family pizza night and we love to get in the kitchen and like get all the ingredients out. And sometimes my kids do some crazy shapes, including a heart. And I just love that you're doing the heart shaped pizza. But I have a question. Has anyone come in and had a really strange, odd request like to show their creativity with their pizza skills and your restaurant and ask for anything out of the norm. I get it all the time. I got one time, uh, UP elementary, no, actually higher elementary wanted me to uh, make a s'mores pizza. 
Wow. Like, I, don't know I, delicious. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I could try, but I don't know if I could do that. And now we're also doing a doing yourself home kit where you come in there, we give you a medium dough, we give you sauce, cheese, and pepperoni, and you take it home and make it yourself with the family. Okay, that sounds like so much fun. I have to tell you, I'm gonna call you with weird requests now. <laughs> like I was just thinking anchovies and pineapple. Just because nobody probably asked for that. <laughs> See, my thing is here: Canadian bacon and pineapple. I don't understand that pizza. I don't either. It's not. It's not your that. pizza. And I, <laughs> I will eat these slices. I eat cheese pizzas. That's it. <laughs> well, tell everybody how they can how they can find you and how they can order from you. Yeah, Give we're located. We're located in the Park Cities, uh, 6807 West Northwest Highway. Our website is Mimi's Pizzeria Dallas .com. And if you follow us right now on Instagram. Mimi's Pizzeria Dallas, you get a free cannoli. Ooh, I like that. And till the end of cannoli. June, you were doing this promotion? Yes, till the end of June. It was Great. at the end of June, we would finish it up at the end of June. And hopefully we'll do some more promotions for the community. Thank you so much for everything that you do for our community. We really appreciate it. And thank you for joining us on the Bubble Lounge today. This has been another episode. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Millie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time.